The LA Kings suffer another disappointing loss, but this one feels different. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? We discuss on this edition of Locked On LA Kings. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love for you to leave us a positive comment on Apple Podcasts if you're a fan of the show. And we're on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked on LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for the past 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast. It's a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 17 years and a passionate LA Kings fan for over 30 years. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Well, the LA Kings played their final home game before the All-Star break Wednesday night at home against the Buffalo Sabres. If you missed the game, here's a quick recap. Before they dropped the puck, the Kings had a very nice ceremony honoring Kings captain and future Hall of Famer Andre Kopitar. They played a nice video. Kopi's family was there. His adorable kids were there. Uh, Kings legends Dustin Brown, Dave Taylor, as well as executives Luke Robitaille and Rob Blake were on hand. Then the captain immediately went out and scored a goal, his 15th of the season, uh, his first in 12 games, and the Kings had an early one nothing lead, and you thought, this is going to be a special night. And things certainly looked good early. After the Sabres tied it up, Adrian Kempe scored his 16th of the season. Pierre-Luc Dubois added his 10th of the year with a power play goal and the Kings had a 3-1 lead after the first period. And that was it for the good times for L.A. Buffalo scored two goals in the second, two more in the third. The Kings scored no more, and the Sabres skated off with a 5-2 victory. As for the game stats in this one, and if you ever wondered if, uh, I think there's a quote, it's always attributed to Mark Twain. I don't think he actually said it, but there's a quote that says there are three types of lies, lies, damn lies, and statistics. The Kings won all the stats categories, right? Uh, shots on goal, favorite LA 40 to 37. Power play, Kings had a power play goal in three opportunities. Uh, Buffalo was over four. Faceoffs won, favored the Kings 31 to 26. Block shots favored LA 23 to 13. And hits favored the Kings for one of the few times this season, 23 to 14. And yet, the Kings suffered another loss. And was this a bad loss? Yes. Uh, was this a new low? Possibly. Was the reaction after the game different? Yes. And before we get into that, let's do the pluses and minuses from this game. And believe it or not, there were a few pluses. Andre Kopitar, obviously, great pregame ceremony, went out and scored a goal. I actually got chills when Kopi scored that goal. Um, by the way, I don't know if you noticed it. I did uh, the pregame ceremony. Kopi did not have his gloves on. And there was a pretty significant wrap on his left hand and wrist. So clearly he is playing with some kind of an issue with that left hand. Adrian Kempe had a great game. He set up Kopitar with that beautiful backdoor pass for that first goal of the game. He later scored on a nice pull and drag move on a wrist shot after a couple of nice spin moves from Drew Doughty to get him the puck. Uh, 
Kempe came close to scoring a second goal in that opening period on a nice feed from Quentin Byfield. He also had a nice break around a defender in the second period, but the goalie made a nice save of him. It was a good game for Adrian Kempe. Pierre-Luc Dubois certainly has the spotlight on him, in particular after Todd McClellan said in the previous game that PLD had to be a difference maker. And he had some positive moments in this game, obviously the power play goal. He did set up Jared Anderson Dolan on a two-on-one for a wide-open chance. Unfortunately, J.A.D. shot it back into the goalie with the net wide open. Uh, it was certainly a more positive game for P.L. Dubois than we have seen most of the year. And I thought the Kings' power play actually looked pretty good. As for the minuses, way, way, way too many turnovers and poor decisions. Kevin Fiala, who had been playing great lately, had a bad game. Uh, he had a turnover on the Sabres' first goal and then a more egregious turnover in his own zone with the game-tied 3-3 that led directly to the game-winning goal. Alex Ferrier had a turnover at the Sabres' blue line, and then a diving pass led to a breakaway goal for Buffalo. Brant Clark, for the second straight game, was out of position to try and help out if a mistake did happen. He couldn't get back defensively. You can blame that on a couple of talented rookies making mistakes. Hopefully they learn from it, but uh, that wasn't good. And Carl Grunstrom turned it over with a weird little flip in into the Buffalo zone. It quickly went the other way. And to make matters worse, he went off for a line change right after he did that. And the Sabres went down and scored. And Tom McClellan got in Grunstrom's ear on the bench immediately afterwards. I would not be surprised if Tonka finds himself parked in the garage for the next game. And Arthur Kaliev would be back in the lineup. More on Ari coming up in a moment. Now, after the game... Kings players and coaches seem to be in a competition to take blame for what's going on with the team right now, but it was Kings defenseman and alternate captain Drew Doughty without naming names who called out his teammates. He said, quote, I think we have guys in this room who are too worried about themselves and worried about their points and stuff like that. We got a 3-1 lead tonight and guys started thinking it's a cookie night and we stopped playing the way we know how to play have an awful second period and aren't much better in the third. It's about the team. It's not about yourself. And a lot of guys on this team need to realize that. End quote. Uh, Drew Doughty speaking up. Uh, I think there's varying opinions on whether this is a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, there is an argument to be made that this is the type of thing he needs to keep in the locker room. If he has something to say to his teammates, he needs to say it to them and not go through the media to try and send messages. Uh, there's certainly the other side of it where it's like it's time for Drew to call players out publicly if that's what's necessary and to let the fans know that uh, this is unacceptable. I'm on more of the camp of I have no issue with Drew Doughty saying and speaking his mind. Like I said, he is a leader on this team. Sometimes things need to be aired out publicly, uh, and I have no issue with what he said. But there is a debate on whether you do that or not in the media Drew, Drew decided things need to be needed to be said, uh, maybe to clear the air, maybe to send a message. Um, but he said what he said, and uh, clearly uh, there's something going on in the locker room with the Kings, which is not something we really detected much this year. So that was certainly different. Uh, I will say Drew Doughty did go out of his way to defend the coaches, and in particular Todd McClellan. Andre Kopitar did as well. Meanwhile, head coach Todd McClellan pointed the finger at himself and said afterwards, quote, I'm responsible for this. When you look at the team that played the first 25, 30 games, if you will, it doesn't look like the team that's playing right now, and I'm responsible for it. I'm going to try and push buttons, poke people, praise people, 
Look at how we do things. Our numbers, our underlying numbers say we're more the first half of the team than the second half team. But the win column doesn't say that, and that's all that matters. And he's right. He does need to point the finger at himself. He is the head coach of this team, and ultimately it is his responsibility. And when the team is not playing well, he has to do something to turn things around. Now, there's been little adjustments to the lineup, uh, but nothing drastically so. And I get not wanting to completely you know, turn things around, change strategies, things like that in the middle of a season. But something needs to change because the Kings are going in a very, very wrong direction. And th- I said this game, it felt different. And the reaction felt different. Uh, This was not the Kings team that we've seen play hard and just come up a little bit short with a couple of mistakes here and there. This was a terrible, lackluster, bad game. And the reaction wasn't just the, well, we're close. We just got to clean some things up. We'll be fine. We just got to stick with it. No, that wasn't the reaction afterwards. The reaction afterwards was that something has to change, whether it's the players, whether it's the coaches. Uh, Clearly, the urgency is now there in the message from the players and the coaches. And it's about time. Uh, Clearly the mood has changed and it feels like something has to change soon. And I think you know what that means. I've talked about it before and we'll talk about it again here on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Snap into action this NFL season, which is not over yet, with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. And if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the action than now. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options from spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. And obviously, the NFL is hugely popular Uh, It is for me and my wife as well, who's right now over the moon about Jim Harbaugh coming to the Chargers. But of course, this is an NHL podcast. You're an NHL fan. And if you want to bet on the NHL, you can absolutely do that as well with FanDuel. You can certainly bet on our Kings. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and bet all season long on the NHL and the NFL. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. And... You know that this show uh, is going to give you a lot of in-depth analysis and sometimes some hot takes. Well, let me give you my hottest take of the day. The best lineup in L.A. right now is the lineup of auto loans at Logix. They start off at the top with my favorite, the proven and dependable new and used vehicle loans. You can count on these guys to give you the lowest rates and save you big time bucks. Up next, they've got the exciting new rookie sensation and their electric vehicle loans with super low rates and flexible payment terms. Rounding out their lineup, they've got their auto refinancing loan and lease buyout loans. With these guys, you can lower your monthly payment and get on the road to owning your car faster. Look, I know that's a hot take, but seriously, no one can beat the lineup at Logix. Visit your local Logix branch right here in L.A. and the surrounding areas and let one of their amazing team members help you or apply online in minutes at LogixBanking.com forward slash car. That's Logix, L-O-G-I-X, Banking.com forward slash car. We're going to update you on the standings, tell you exactly where the LA Kings are as far as a playoff spot right now. But the Kings head out on a three-game road trip heading into the All-Star break, and then the Kings have what would seem to be a much-needed nine-day break. Now, the upcoming schedule does not have the Sharks or the Sabres on it, two teams that the Kings were supposedly going to beat. Friday, the Kings are in Colorado to take on the Avalanche, one of the top teams in the NHL, 
right now tied with the Winnipeg Jets for first place in the Central Division. Uh, their star, Nathan McKinnon, is an MVP candidate right now. He is absolutely on fire, especially on home ice, and he is going to be an absolute handful for the Kings to deal with coming up on Friday. Sunday, LA's in St. Louis, a team the Kings are directly battling with for a wildcard spot, and that game in itself could be very, very important. We'll get more into the details on why coming up. And then finally, the Kings will close out the first half of the season, if you will, the last game going into the All-Star breaks in Nashville against the Predators, a team that is holding one of the other wildcard spots along with the LA Kings right now. So these are going to be big, important, tough matchups. Uh, Drew Doughty had a lot to say after that loss to Buffalo, and he was asked about the urgency of the next three games, and he said this, we're down to the bottom. We continually say this is a must-win game and we're not getting the job done. It's frustrating and it needs to turn around now or we're completely screwed. And if you want to win one game, lose one game, and keep going like that, we're going to barely squeak into the playoffs and we're going to do no damage in the playoffs. We need to wake up now. Uh, he's right. Uh, it certainly isn't uh, a surprise, but it is good to hear one of the leaders of this team talk about the urgency at least, recognize what's going on with the team, try to be a leader and get this team going in the right direction. If that means tough love, if that means calling guys out, so be it. Uh, the message needs to be sent that this needs to turn around immediately. And then, frankly, it, this message should have been talked about probably weeks ago, but it's gotten to the point now where there's no denying it. This team is playing awful hockey. Uh, that game against Buffalo is unacceptable and things need to change. As for head coach Todd McClellan, he was asked, what is he going to do to turn things around? Here's what the Kings head coach had to say, quote, um, well, there's only so many things. There's only so many pokes and prods that one can pull out of their hat. And we pulled a lot of them out already. So at some point, it has to hit home, and if it doesn't hit home, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing, and that's insanity. So it's not what we want to be, it's not who we are, but right now, it's who we've become, and that's concerning. If the Kings go 0-3 or 0-2-1, I cannot imagine a scenario where Todd McClellan is still the head coach of this team coming out of the All-Star break. It seems like the perfect opportunity to hit the reset button for the final 34 games of the season. And I've said it before, I do believe it's more on the players than the coaches, but as we all know, and we've seen time and time again in professional sports, and in particular hockey, it is easier to fire the coach than the players. And it seems clear to me, and the honesty, frankly, from McClellan himself, that he's not capable of doing what is needed to turn things around. He's tried pretty much everything, and it hasn't worked. And I've said this before, and this is just my opinion. Maybe there are better options out there, but I think there is clearly someone who is tailor-made to fix the situation the Kings are in. Former St. Louis Blues head coach Craig Berube was fired earlier this season by St. Louis. He has done exactly what the Kings need a coach to do. He took over a St. Louis Blues team midseason that was in last place, that was in a much worse place than what the Kings are right now, and he literally turned them around, and they went on to win the Stanley Cup. That was in 2019. He seems to be a perfect 
choice to do what the Kings need. He's done it very recently. And he's also, I think, just the no-nonsense coach that the Kings need right now. And if GM Rob Blake is, for whatever reason, unwilling to make this change, then someone needs to step up and make bigger changes. And if that includes a GM change as well, is Luke Robitaille capable of doing that? We don't know. Uh, Obviously, Rob Blake is a former dear teammate of his. Can Luke make the tough decision that needs to be made for the betterment of the organization? If it comes to that, if for whatever reason Rob Blake says he's not going to change coaches, uh, is anyone in ownership paying attention with what's going on with the team right now? Now, I've talked about this before. The Kings ownership group is, for the most part, very hands-off. They hire people that they think can do the job, and then they let them go do the job. That said... If the Kings are in jeopardy of missing the playoffs and missing out on playoff revenue, that does very much get the attention of ownership. Uh, They will act if that is the case. And frankly, that's a real possibility coming up soon. So it seems like the writing is on the wall. Kings would have to go 3-0 and and just kill it on this road trip for people to take a deep breath and say, okay, all right, now we're going to reset and we're going to take this forward for the second half of the season. Can you envision that happening? I can't. Uh, frankly, I would be stunned if they beat Colorado. I think the Nashville and the St. Louis games are games they can win, but judging by the way they've played in their last two games, are you willing to bet on the Kings right now to win those games? I'm not. Uh, and look, we've this, this has been going on, obviously, for a while. This isn't something that's brand new. I mentioned a while back I thought that the Kings needed to make a change. Um, and now they've got these next three games coming up and this is it. This is make or break time for Todd McClellan to me, uh, just to throw another log on the fire, uh, with the potential locker room and coaching issues. Uh, I want to give credit to friend of the show, Austin Sanovich, who covers the LA Kings for the hockey news for, uh, tweeting this out and bringing it to my attention. But Darren Dreger is one of the top NHL insiders. Uh, He said on his podcast recently that Arthur Kaliev is potentially looking for a change of scenery, that that has been floated out there. Uh, We've talked about if the Kings aren't going to make a coaching change, would they be looking to make some kind of a trade to shake things up? And potentially, the way things are going, they may be looking at a coaching change and a trade to try and shake things up. Uh, Arthur Kaliev has been in and out of the Kings lineup recently. He is clearly in Todd McClellan's doghouse, although McClellan did say after the Sabres game that Kaliev was going to be in the lineup on this road trip. Uh, McClellan was also asked about the report from uh, Darren Dreger, and he uh, he defended Arthur Kaliev. He said that Arthur Kaliev was not the type of person that would put that out there, but then he added, but his agent might. <laughs> and uh, that is that is very true. And look, the, uh, the agent of Arthur Kaliev is in the business of looking out for Arthur Kaliev. And we uh, certainly know that this happens in pro sports where agents will leak things to the media, put things out there, try and stir things up. Uh, and that apparently is out there that uh, likely someone from Arthur Kaliev's camp, most likely his agent, did uh, reach out to Darren Dreger and say, hey, uh, my guy might be looking for a change of scenery if you want to get that out there and put that out there for discussion and debate. So we'll see what Arthur Kaliev does on this upcoming road trip. He's clearly a very talented player, former high draft pick of the LA Kings. Uh, he hasn't apparently played the way that uh, that uh, Todd McClellan has wanted him to play. 
And even though he's he's talented and even though the Kings need offense, uh, he's been out of the lineup. But that's going to change. We'll see if that does anything for the LA Kings in these next three crucial games. So where are the LA Kings in the playoff picture? Did anything change after last, last night's action? And is there one game in particular coming up that could be huge for the Kings? That's next here on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. When you're drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish you could handpick the best stars for your business team? Well, if you're building a talented roster, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Indeed does the hard hiring work for you. Sponsor a job and we'll match you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your job description right when you post it. With Indeed, you can start hiring fast. Join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Indeed knows that when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count, and that's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Visit Indeed.com slash LockedOn to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The LA Kings are in Denver to face the Colorado Avalanche on Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Catch every moment of the hometown broadcast of the LA Kings with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Just search LA Kings. All right, let's take a look at the Pacific Division standings and the Western Conference playoff picture going into Thursday's action. Last night, the St. Louis Blues picked up a big win over the Vancouver Canucks, 4-3 in overtime. The Coyotes lost to the Panthers. 6-2, 6-2, the Kraken beat the Blackhawks 6-2, and the Avalanche down the Capitals 6-2. So obviously, as far as the Pacific Division standings go, no changes because Vegas and Edmonton did not play. Golden Knights are in second place, Edmonton in third, and the Oilers are still riding that 14-game winning streak. So for the Kings, they are still at 53 points. They are still two points back of Edmonton in the Pacific and still two points up on Nashville for the number one wildcard spot in the West. Predators did not play last night, so they're still at 51 points, two points back of L.A. As for the St. Louis Blues, I talked about that big win they got against the Vancouver Canucks, the top team in the Pacific. So St. Louis has 50 points now on the season. They are just three points back of the Kings. The Kings play in St. Louis on Sunday. If the Kings lose to Colorado, and if the Blues beat the Kraken on Friday, that Kings-Blues matchup could very well be for a playoff spot. Now, it also depends on what Nashville does. But again, that could be a huge game for the Kings and the Blues. And it is possible the Kings could find themselves out of a playoff spot at the All-Star break. Talked about Arizona. They've got 49 points, so they're right there as well. Uh, They are uh, four points back of the Kings. They picked up a big win uh, last night. And Seattle. Uh, also is at 49 points. Uh, Actually, Arizona lost last night and Seattle won. So the Kraken, uh, three points back of LA as well. All other teams to keep an eye on. But again, the Blues, uh, that's a team that's going head-to-head with LA coming up and that could potentially be a gigantic game for the LA Kings and the St. Louis Blues. Now, if the playoffs started today, the Kings would be a playoff team. They are holding that number one wildcard spot and they would face the Winnipeg Jets. In the first round, now Colorado did, as I mentioned, um, pick up a win, and they're tied with the Jets for points 
for first place in the Central, but Winnipeg has a better points percentage. They've got two games in hand on Colorado. So it is possible as well that that game Friday against the Avs could be a possible first-round playoff preview uh, as well. As far as some games to keep track of for tonight, got the Oilers hosting the Blackhawks. That certainly seems like a win for Edmonton. Uh, The Flames are hosting the Blue Jackets. Predators are at the Wild and the Coyotes are at the Lightning, and we'll update you on uh, how those games turn out and where the Kings are in the playoff picture coming up on our Friday show. For you everydayers, those of you that listen and watch Locked on LA Kings every day, coming up on Friday, we will have a quick preview of the game against Colorado and a quick look at the standings, but it is a big Kings fan feedback show. I know the email inbox is full, but if you want to try and get in as well, there's still a chance for you to vent and give your opinion on what's going on with our LA Kings. The email address is LockedOnEddie at gmail.com, E-D-D-I-E. And as always, you can leave your comments on the YouTube episodes as well. Really appreciate all of that. Uh, We would love you to stay interactive with the show by following us on social media, X, Twitter, and Instagram. It is at LockedOnLAKings. Thank you, as always, for listening and watching this episode of LockedOnLA Kings, part of the LockedOn Podcast Network, your team every day. Have a great rest of your day. We will talk to you on Friday. And as always, Go Kings, go.